0: Welcome to Max Storm Business Coaching for the Health and Fitness Professional Podcast, where you will hear and learn tips, tricks, and marketing secrets that will allow you to build your business from ordinary to extraordinary. Visit us at MaxStormCoaching.com. Now, here's your host. And this is Ashley Mazurik at MaxStormCoaching.com. Welcome back. Thanks for listening. Today we are going to talk about, or I'm going to talk about, a topic that is uh, near and dear to my heart. It's very close to me as it involves my family. um, And that is autism. And uh, by this uh, time, I would think... most everyone knows of someone who has autism or has someone in their family that has autism. But uh, so I want to share a little uh, bit of my personal history and experience with autism as my stepson is autistic and nonverbal. And so it's it's sort of interesting uh, how autism has really risen in society. The CDC, which is the Center for Disease and Control, as of two thousand eighteen, put the recent data out that one in fifty nine children will have autism, and that's one in thirty seven boys and one in one hundred and fifty one girls. And if you look a little further into the research, uh, it's also interesting to hear that per 10,000 capita, Japan is actually the highest uh, that has um, autism at 161 per 10,000. Next on the list is the UK, which is 94 Sweden follows with seventy-two, Denmark sixty-eight, and then the U.S. at sixty-six per ten thousand. Canada follows U.S. at sixty-five, Australia at forty-five, Brazil twenty-seven, Hong Kong seventeen, and lastly Portugal at nine point two per ten thousand have autism. Now, um, I'll int- if you are interested in the topic one really, really emotional and super validating documentary that I watched several years ago was a documentary called Vaxed, And, um, I think that sat closest to home to me, as far as seeing the similarities to, um, our own situation with, um, Autism present in my stepson. And it is a heart-wrenching documentary to watch, um, but I'll share my views as what I believe is potentially the cause. Is there a cure? And what, a, what we do I think we can do anything about autism? From my own personal experience, So there's a lot, a lot of research out there, a lot of information um, that you can find on what people believe, and I agree with some and disagree with others. Uh, some of the early signs of autism is, is roughly, you'll see these signs around, well, from my uh, personal experience, it was about 12 months. It was right after immunization shots, um, so the data... Uh, She says that between 12 and 24 months, when the toddler or the baby doesn't make eye contact, such as looking at you and being fed or smiling when being smiled at, are signs and symptoms of potentially being um, autism. Uh, The child doesn't respond to his or her name or to the sound of familiar voice, doesn't follow objects visually or follow your gesture when you're pointing things out, Um, Don't point. They don't wave goodbye or use other gestures to communicate. Uh, The toddler doesn't make noises to get your attention. The toddler toddler doesn't initiate or respond to cuddling or reach out to be picked up. Doesn't um, imitate your movements and facial expressions. Doesn't play with other people or share interest and enjoyment. And last one, doesn't notice or care if you hurt yourself or experience discomfort. And so these are all um, definite signs that um, I will condone and do share the same experiences with my stepson. Uh, Luckily, I was able to meet him at... Uh, one and a half years of old, one one and a half years of age, and he is currently sixteen years old. So, um, I've got a a good bit of experience, and the reason I share some of my experience is because we've had such really good success with him. Uh, now, originally, uh, he was living with his grandparents and mother, and he was very lethargic had chronic sinusitis uh, stemmed constantly had tantrum tantrums and violent tantrums to the point of hitting himself and other things violently when things didn't go his way so there's a lot of behavioral issues they don't tend to stay present um, they tend to live in the the right side of their brain often dreamland and so what do I feel like the cause of autism is personally from my own experience? And I can't speak for everyone out there. I can speak for many people that I have befriended and also have autistic children is in this particular situation with my stepson, these symptoms all were acquired post immunization shots. Now question is, is Oh, so do you think that immunization shots cause autism? And I would say, no, if that were the case, then we'd have a whole lot of more people with autism. So we have to go back a little bit deeper and we have to look at the history. And so because this is a neurological disorder and it's the nervous system, you have to look at uh, what could potentially be damaged within the nervous system. And I do believe that immunizations do play a a a part in it, and part of that is going into immunizations with a very healthy system, uh, with a high immune system that is super healthy. And I can say for this particular case, that's most close to me, that wasn't the case. Uh, the mother was not very healthy at all and had a disease uh, called Crohn's disease and didn't have very healthy behaviors to support and try to make that better. And then had a child uh, with a very suppressed immune system and with the disease. And then um, from that point on continued to uh, share an unhealthy food products and drinks with the child that didn't help that matter any more. So lots of sugar, lots of GMO foods, um, lots of processed, packaged um, things that don't offer nutrients and health to an individual. So, you know, do I think there's a cure? Um, There are lots of uh, organizations out there and products and therapies that do say that there is a cure, uh, say that they have cured, um, I personally don't believe that there is such a thing as a cure uh, for autism. I think that you can make it better, make it tolerable, um, You know, offer the best environment for the child to have a uh, lifestyle that uh, serves their autism, but I don't believe someone can have autism and then not have autism. I just don't, um, based off of my own experience and research. Now, one of the things that uh, really helped my stepson as he um, experienced uh, his mother's death then came to live with us full-time eight years ago, Um, he was then entered into a dramatically different lifestyle. And that lifestyle was... All organic foods, non-GMO foods, water, and outside play and fun. And so, uh, when a child has this condition, and if you're not familiar, these children are very sensitive, and they have um, they, they like patterns. These kids need stability. They need boundaries and structure. And so. Part of moving into our household, it was about now acquiring a new dietary habit. And was it easy? No. Um, This child probably was about three and a half, four days before he actually ate because every time food was offered at the table, he would throw it or refuse to eat or run from the table because that wasn't McDonald's, YooHoo's, or Donuts. And so he had to go through quite a transformation and and detox. And once he reached that three and a half, four day period, he slowly began to Uh, get hungry. And so he began eating what was available to him and witnessing the dramatic change in his behaviors, in his stimming, in his tantrums, in his sleep, in his nightmares, in his sweats, in his ability to get rid of his worms was mind-blowing. In other words, being in this uh, field of holistic health and being able to witness is a true affirmation to what diet can do for someone. And oftentimes when you get in conversations with parents that have autistic kids, it's it's sad for me because when I offer the solutions that helped me and the feedback is, no, he won't eat like that, or um, he's, he's not gluten intolerant, um, he, he doesn't have an issue with dairy. These are things that are predominantly issues in the general population. So why not offer the idea for a kid that has this issue? And because their immune system is so damaged, um, these would be the first products that I would eliminate. And we did with him. Now, did we test him and did it, the testing say that he was gluten intolerant? No, but it was for me, it was like, let's eliminate anything that could potentially be harmful to his system and surround him with whole foods um, that aren't gluten, aren't dairy, um, aren't processed. And like I said, the, uh, the witnessing of how he changed was quite substantial. Um, st- in today's time right now, and when I say today's time, people oftentimes don't realize what these products can do to them because they've never actually eliminated them from the, their diet long enough to see the contrast. Um, so for, for him, it was... It, Knowing how sensitive these children are, uh, sugar is th- to them is ten times what it be f- would be for a normal average person, so even fruit we had to sometimes take away fruit because it would stimulate him too much it's quite amazing to witness and you know you have to pay attention um all the time to seeing the reactions and especially within an hour after someone eats the reactions of their their mood mood, their behavior their their um activity level um their thought process process and so um one of the things that really helped this child was being outside in nature. Um, he gravitated to that. And once he started losing weight and started getting his energy levels back and started becoming more healthy, he became very active. And, you know, they lacked those fine motor skills. So we took him to the park a lot where he would have to climb on bars and um, use his his hands and his strength um, to do those things, which was very very difficult um, for him to do, even at a, a at an older age where you would expect him to be able to do um, these particular activities that required very little strength. And so, um, one of the things, so I said, structure, boundary, and stability. You know, they work on their OCD, so you have to keep things in the beginning, at least we did, kept things very um, pattern oriented. We always had pretty much structure within his life. So anytime in the beginning, anytime we didn't follow that structure, he would go into a behavioral temper tantrum because it wasn't what he was used to and they don't like change at all. And then as he became very healthy and we started orient him into our, our life, we started introducing change a lot um, to him so that he could adapt to change. Um and and so because we didn't want this to be a constant issue and we didn't want our whole life to change to to cater to this child's behavior. So he has to incorporate into our life. And so we did go against the grain quite a bit um to allow him to work into our lifestyle and our way of living because Oftentimes, you'll see people with autistic kids, they stay home a lot. Um, They they don't go out because oftentimes when we would go out and he wouldn't get his way or if we didn't follow the structure, the pattern that we normally would, he would go into yelling and screaming or he was diagnosed as a runner. So he would run. And so those are things that parents sometimes don't want to deal with when they go out because it can be quite challenging. And I completely understand that. And there was many years at Disneyland where we would walk by um, an ice cream truck or some sort and he would want that. And that's not something that we eat and so we had to basically go through the temper tantrums or and sometimes we just left um, the place where we're at because it became too much and we had to sit him down and talk to him and part of working with an autistic kid and kind of allowing him to grow into being as normal as they possibly can. I, I don't ever believe these kids are normal. They they came into this world not normal. And so we can't expect them to be normal, which is probably something that I was challenged with the most is I sort of had expectations as, as he got older that he would be able to do certain things. And I had to remind myself that he's not normal and he's never going to be normal. So um, to the degree we try to treat him normally, which we we would do, uh, we also have to understand that he can't be like a normal kid. And so being positive with these children, being very – very be very stable in your emotions because they're, their energy is very sensitive, they can pick up um, um discord or disharmony and then act out as a result of it. So, if you're upset with them, they don't at least from my experience, and they don't like you being upset with them. So, you have to oh, you have to like bite your tongue and try to be positive and stay at a normal tone and not yell and be loud and express your frustration which can be very difficult when you've had a long day at work and you're frustrated and you're tired and and now you've got to deal with that. and so you know i i have a lot of empathy and compassion for parents of autistic kids and we have a neighbor down the street that actually has two and um you know, we're friends with them. And oftentimes I'll walk by with the dog and hear the one that's a, is a lower functioning autistic child, oftentimes screaming and yelling. And that is a very uh, common symptom. And, you know, I had a girlfriend one time who said she would not go out because she felt like people were thinking that she was abusing um, her child because her child would just all of a sudden start screaming bloody murder and and yelling, and she wouldn't even be doing anything to her. But this was her way of getting attention or acting out. And they are very attention-seeking individuals. And so um, creating that structure and boundary um, really helps them, helps them know what they can and can't do um, and they do understand that um, I know my stepson he knows exactly what he can can get get away with and for a very long time he pushed those boundaries um, because they tend to, they have this gift of knowing exactly how to push your buttons. And it's quite interesting. And, you know, with just watching you, they know what to do to irritate you. And so you have to be able to, uh, persevere and not let it bother you, and that's <laughs> that's that takes some growth. <laughs> I will say, my my daughter um, deals with that right now as she's evolving, and they have a great relationship together. But he tends to in his because he's nonverbal. He he knows how to not even nonverbally push her buttons that makes her very angry and upset um, and it's just his way of um, playing with her getting her attention and sometimes it's it, the attention he seeks is negative which is also very interesting it's just about getting attention so um, we want to you know do the best we can do I feel like we can prevent autism uh, I I don't really have an answer for that, and, and if I if I were to choose to answer it with a definitive uh, response, I would say that cleaning up our diet would be the only thing that I would feel like could help in some way. Uh, having a very healthy microbiome, and then if you choose to to get immunizations, the strong immune system can help fight off anything harmful within the immunizations shots that are toxic within the body. Um, I'm, I'm not a, um, uh, I'm not for immunization shots. Um, and I know there are a lot of people are, and I don't judge if you are, or you aren't, that is your personal preference. Um, but with my experience with my stepson, um, I feel like, uh, immunizations aren't always um, conducive for someone who has a very low um, immune system now when I talked to when I had my own daughter and I talked to my uh, pediatrician about this topic one of the things that she offered and she said which I totally agree if someone would be for immunizations is um, a make sure that the child isn't sick, make sure that they are as healthy as they can be. And then secondly, spreading those shots out um, so that they instead of getting three shots in one day, maybe just getting one and then experiencing the feedback of the child after that one shot. And if they don't have symptoms, negative symptoms, then um, quite possibly. Uh, then, if you choose going further with your immunizations, but that's my that's my take take on the whole autism. It is uh, it is very hard. Uh, the The rate of divorce with autistic parents is, I believe, sixty plus percent, and. Yes, I I have spoken to many parents and do see the, and and also with my own self, experience the issues that you have um, dealing with an autistic kid. And so, you know, it's really important that parents, as hard as it may be, taking time out for themselves to also rekindle their own relationship, more so with an autistic child than uh, with the regular child you know we don't do that even with normal children and i feel like we should um but with autistic kids because it's so mentally emotionally stressful Um, And Sometimes physical because, um, like I said, my stepson used to be very violent when he was younger, but as he has uh, grown into himself and become very healthy and acquired good values, he is not violent anymore, Um, thank goodness, as he's older and stronger and much taller. Um, but it's important that you get out. And um, what the other issue that can come along with this, because it's what we experienced is there's not a lot of babysitters out there that can handle autistic kids. Uh, There have been many, many times where we were at 10 minutes in a movie and we got a call from the sitter saying how he was running around the house, breaking things, throwing things down. And so it's important that, uh, for For us, it was finding someone that was strong enough uh, to take control of this children this child because this child can run all over you if you allow him. so it 's about from the very beginning saying who's boss and who's in charge. And we offered uh, different remedies of what to do in situations when he started to act out. And for us, it was just putting him in in his room and giving him a timeout or um, allowing him to at a certain age when he was no longer a runner, allow him to just be outside in the environment, which really sedates him and calms him, um, which is very helpful. Uh, But you have to have someone that you trust um, to watch, someone that you know can take charge and deal with these types of situations, these potential temper tantrums, acting out, because oftentimes we we wouldn't have issues with him. But it would be very interesting that when someone else would watch him all of a sudden these behaviors would come out which were very surprising because I was like he never normally does that and it's interesting that you've experienced that and I had um my sister actually watch him one time and you know because people don't really understand what it's like to um to around this and 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 emotionally uh, work with autistic kids and she now after one night of dealing with the uh, behaviors and antics and trying to push her buttons by doing things that potentially annoyed her she completely understood exactly what I would go through on a daily basis or, or we as a family would go through on a daily basis um, and so And I said to her, you know, you have to be stern and strong. That doesn't mean you have to be mean and um, be... you know, aggressive or at all, just be very stern and show him that you're you're in charge. Otherwise, if he sees any amount of weakness, he will hmm, take that weakness and run all over you. And he did to some degree in the beginning. And um, so that night ended very shortly um, s- because as a parent, you don't want to stress anyone else. And so... Um, it's a it's a very it's a very interesting um, uh, diagnosis and the implications of what it creates because how you would deal with one autistic child is definitely not how you would deal with all the rest. They all are very very different. They have there are some commonalities, but um, I, I really give it to the. Um, the organizations out there that try to come up with protocols because I don't know how you can because they are all so drastically different. Um, I will say in closing um, on this topic that I can't say enough about the things that helped my stepson, our, our child with autism, and that was cleaning his diet up Making sure he had good sleep, making sure he went to bed at a good time, which um, in the beginning he didn't, but now loves to go to bed early, gets up at a decent time with nine hours of very deep REM sleep, has tons of energy. And making sure that we've got those, that structure and boundaries, and the stability, emotional stability for them to not um, go into a behavioral um, uh, episode. So, if you hope you enjoyed this today, um, just my little spin on autism. Um, always love your feedback. Any questions? Um, if, if there's anything else I can offer with this. Subject, please. You're welcome to email me at, ashley at Um I um, have a, a, this is very close to my heart, and have tremendous amount of compassion for people that go through this um, and have children who has Aspergers or uh, um, some realm of autism. And um always go on the maxstormcoaching.com website and you can also put your comments and questions there. Thanks. Have a great day, and we'll chat next time. to the Max Storm Business Coaching Podcast. Please subscribe to the show on iTunes or Google Play so you don't miss say blow.